Welcome to the 1068 Pubcast, where we drink beer and talk about shit that we find interesting. Please, don't take us more seriously than we take ourselves, and by all means, pull up a chair, open a beer, and enjoy the show. Welcome to episode 8 of the 1068 Pubcast. I am Pubcaster Miliardo. With me here is Pubcaster Freedom. What up, bitches? And Pubcaster Corrales. Howdy ho! Now, before we get to our usual shenanigans, I wanted to say that a honorary 1068 Pub member is undergoing a pretty serious medical procedure in the near future here, possibly at the time of this publication. So I think I can speak for all three of us when I say that our hearts go out to you. If anything good comes from this episode, we dedicate that good to you. If anything bad comes from this episode, (laughs) we hope you forgive us. We love you, and we wish you a very speedy recovery. Well, I believe we're going to raise a glass, pour a glass, throw a glass. Uh, Can I go first? Yeah, man. Go for it. All right. Our first segment tonight is called Raise a Glass, Pour a Glass, Throw a Glass, where we raise a glass at something that makes us happy. We pour out a glass for something that makes us sad, and we throw a glass at something that pisses us off. I want to raise my glass to the one, the only, the legend, the myth, the man, well, not the man so much, Bodie McBoatface. (laughs) Right? Tell me you guys know about some Bodie McBoatface. I have no idea what you're talking about. Kind of clueless. Oh, you're about to be opened up to the world of Bodie McBoatface. Is this a YouTube thing or something? Better. All right, so a British government agency decided to crowdsource the name of a new $277 million polar research vessel, and the internet replied with resounding resolve. We want Bodie McBoatface. And I have no idea what the British government is ultimately going to do, but it is just incredibly awesome to me that the British government now either has to piss off everyone in the world or agree to name the newest royal research ship the RSS Bodie McBoatface. <laughs> Bodie McBoatface. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with all the shitty news that's out there all around the world, I cannot express my appreciation for Bodie McBoatface enough. It's literally like just that the thought brings a smile every time I think about it. And the best thing is it's, it doesn't have to be a one-time thing. If Bodie McBoatface becomes the official name of this vessel, every time it does something cool, makes a great breakthrough, whatever, there can be another news report about the conquest of Bodie McBoatface. You know, you're flipping through the news, like death, death, bombing, death. Oh, what's Bodie McBoatface up to? Oh, okay, cool. (laughs) It's undeniably a quality of life improvement for every human being on the planet. So, to the officials of the British government that are now put in this predicament, and to James Hand, the creator of the idea of Bodie McBoatface... And to the 116,000 people on the internet who made Bodie McBoatface the front runner by over 80,000 votes, I raise my glass of man versus internet by Solemn Oath Brewery. People have spoken. Yeah, they 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 kind of have to. It's an 80,000 vote lead. I mean, what are they going to fucking do? You know, it's like not even close. Yeah. Wait a minute. What kind of boat is this? It's a research vessel for. Uh, I believe it's going to go to the uh, the South Pole to do uh, science stuff. You know. <laughs> okay. Just, just curious. I missed that part. Moving on. I'm gonna pour out my glass for the subway girl. Because I feel like she's either trying to flirt with me or cast some kind of weird voodoo spell 
and I don't know which one, but either way, <laughs> I'm still happily married and not under her spell yet. So I feel like she's going to end up disappointed. And that makes me sad. So does it though? Does it make you sad? Not really. It's more, it's more hilarious, but I'm a little sad. Is it one human being to another? Okay. okay. Uh, anyway, you know, you guys know I've been trying to lose a little bit of weight. Yeah, man. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You guys know I've been on a diet for a while now. One of the ways I, I've been doing this diet is there's a sub that's 350 calories and it keeps me full so that I've been going to Subway basically every day for the past like three months or something crazy. So it's the same one. So, I mean, they know me there now. And it was all fine until recently. Uh, just, just be careful because that's what turned Jared into a child molester. It, yeah, it was, wasn't it? Don't it eat too many of those sandwiches, day. buddy. Yeah. yeah. Huh. It was those sandwiches, yeah. man. Switch it up. Substation. Yeah, be careful. Jersey yeah. Mike's every once in a while. Every once in a while, just throw Publix. some Penn Station, some Jersey Mike's in there, maybe a public sandwich. Well, if I alternate Jimmy John's, won't that just make me a child molester faster? Yeah, it'll speed up the child right. molesting Probably. process. Yeah. Or it'll make As you faster at say. molesting children. I'm not sure how that goes. Oh, I don't really see either one of those being a plus. Yeah. I, should I probably. I don't uh, think so. I would stay. I would steer clear either way. Yeah, I'm sure Bodie Mc, McBoatster or whoever you said in your razor glass. <laughs> Bodie McBoatface. Yes, I'm laughing right now thinking about I, I, it. I was close. I was close. Anyway, so I've been going to this place at least twice a week and sometimes more. And um, about three weeks ago, I started getting these weird signals. The first one I got was a free cookie. And I'm like, all right, cool. Free cookie. You know, you're not you're never going to hate that. Right. Right. No. But then last week. I got a free side of, of of hair in my sub. And notice, I said side of hair, not a hair. I meant a side of hair. So there were two separate uh, foot-long blonde hairs in my sub um, that I saw. And, you know, I, th- I feel like hair is kind of like cockroaches, right? If you see two, that means you've eaten, like, right. nine, right? Right. Oh, my yeah. God. And you took that as flirting, Milliard? Well, I mean, well, no, no. It, there are some psychos that are like, hey – you eat my hair, now I'm a part of you, right? No, but then, anybody but never heard then, those horror stories? But if they were going that route, Freedom, wouldn't it be a pubic hair? <laughs> and if this Why? girl has foot-long what? pubic hairs, I feel like there's a lot of issues. Oh, yeah, no, that's that's a different scenario. I mean, right, right. you need right. to take a machete to that. That's disgusting. Right. Well, see, Blech. I didn't know what it all meant. I really didn't. I figured it was just a you know, misunderstanding. But then, this past week... I got something that pretty much sealed the deal. Again, I, I didn't notice the subway girl slipping it into my bag, but when I got back to the office, inside my bag was another cookie bag. So I'm like, sweet, subway girl gave me another free cookie. All right. And then I'm look I'm I'm looking at an email. I'm only paying half attention to what I'm doing. I reach into I the like cookie bag. I like that this is all part of your plan to lose weight too, and right. you get like free, yeah. free cookies. Getting cookies. <laughs> I, I'm being subverted at every turn. But I reach into this cookie bag without really looking, and I feel something that's like it's moist and squishy, right? Was there a head in the bag? Um, which is really weird what? because again, yeah, I thought intrigued. it was a cookie, and I look in and I see that the subway girl has given me a free side of roast beef in a cookie bag, and we're getting old, right? A cookie but bag? Is that like is that like how what? the kids are flirting these days? Like she gave me the beef, you know what I'm saying? She gave me the beef. Like, I don't know how to take but it. Why would she know. be giving the, you know. the beef? That's, right. It, it doesn't make sense. But I, I'm just saying cookies no, and then hair and then beef. I worry that if I go back next week, I'm going to get like a severed finger with a ring on it. Hang on. Why are you still going back? Why are you going back? I, I like I like subs. Let's answer that. Why are we even considering it? Is there only one subway in Indiana? 
Uh, yeah, actually, there's only one sub place. It's it's um <laughs> in the middle. The of, it's it's in the middle of Northwest Cornfield Five, and uh, it's it's kind of tricky to get to. <laughs> okay. You can get lost if you're not careful. Um, but I do feel bad for this girl, so I pour out my glass of I don't get it, which is appropriately a blonde ale by Scratchtown Brewing Company. I feel like you should pour out a glass of Psycho. Ugh. Let me ask you guys. Speaking about like uh like women that you think might be flirting with you right you know we've all been all of us have been married for a while now uh it feels weird doesn't it like when you're like is this girl like is this is this what the kids are doing now when it comes to hitting on people i feel so removed from that whole scene that the whole anytime i feel like someone's being unusually nice to me it makes me feel awkward yeah. Have you guys been in that situation? I feel like the the game has Sorry. changed, but we kind of remain the same. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, no, I get it. It It is kind of awkward sometimes, and, and not anywhere remotely close to what stories you said. The, no, the, the girl I have not received any roast the, beef in a bag. No. <laughs> then you, sir, have not lived. Like, I mean, the person that checks me out every time, not check, like checking me out, but works the register at the well i guess maybe she does check me out i don't know but the the girl that works the register at the uh beer place that i frequent she always when i'm shopping now because i go there frequently it seems like she always sees me as i'm shopping She's like hey how's it going and i'm like oh um hey what's up because i feel like she's like looking over my shoulder kind of thing yeah it seems like she's always like right behind me and and you know I don't I get I don't ever take it that way, but it, it kind of freaks me out because she's kind of she's kind of weird looking. <laughs> I think that that's wrong to say, but it's because she's kind of weird looking and it and it scares me sometimes. <laughs> I guess when I turn around and I'm like, oh there you are. <laughs> Excuse me, Miss Weird Person. If you were hot, we could continue this conversation. But uh, look in the mirror. People like me just don't talk to people like you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know. It's the rules. I don't make them. I just don't break them. Ooh. Ouch. I feel like I've had a little bit of a revelation. If the kids are flirting with one another these days by giving one another little bags of roast beef. Which is clearly what's happening. I think I – clearly. I think I owe at least half a dozen dudes at the Jersey Mike's down the road an apology and an explanation. (laughs) (laughs) Because every time I go to that Jersey Mike's, I get uh, a side of roast beef for Gus. Mm. Um, oh. I feel like I've been sending the wrong message to some uh, to some young men. Yeah, I feel like maybe because they're giving maybe you the I beef. should because they're giving me the beef, and I'm asking for the beef. You this are. is Jersey's Mike. Jersey Mike. Yeah, like I'm like I, I'm like yeah. This is Jersey Mike. <laughs> Jersey's Mike. <laughs> or Jersey's Mike. Mike. This might be Jersey's Mike. I mean, I don't know. If I keep asking these guys for the beef, we might have a Jersey's Mike situation. That's the plural of uh, of Jersey Mike in uh, Indiana. Yeah. Well, because you just had that one. Right. <laughs> All right. I'm going to throw my glass at Mississippi. That's right. The whole fucking state of Mississippi. Ooh. So throwing bows, man. I don't know how much you guys have been paying attention to some of the the news that's been going on there, but there've been all. two laws passed there recently that uh, piss me off beyond belief. Here's number one. It's called the Mississippi Church Protection Act, and this is how it works. 
Uh, number one, churches can pick members to carry firearms for the protection of the congregation. Uh, protected areas can include inside the church or anything defined as a place of worship or in the immediate premises of such places. And such armed congregation members are authorized to shoot if fellow worshippers' lives are at risk or if they are at risk of being the victim of a felony. If someone's crime fits the bill described above and that I just mentioned and is shot by one of these armed militiamen, the church and the militiaman cannot be held responsible, even if it was all just some big misunderstanding. So I'm going to paint you a picture. And, you know, you could say this is kind of pushing it, but... I could see this happening. So let's say Alex, a black teenage male, and Jerry, a white teenage male, That's pushing went it. to play. <laughs> yeah, Sorry. Went to Sorry. church softball prior to the eleven service. Jerry, you know, was practicing pitching. Alex was hitting, and afterwards, you know, Jerry's like, "I'm gonna go to church." Alex is like, "Oh, I'll go fetch the softballs." So Jerry's up talking on his phone. Alex sees Jerry on his phone. He's like, "I'm gonna sneak up on him." So then you got like farm boy racist bill um, you know he's he's the church militia man for the day he's standing outside the church he sees this white teenage kid you know there's a black teenage kid running towards a white teenage kid the black teenage kid has a baseball bat what does he do racist farm boy bills like i'm going to shoot that black guy and he does and turns out there's absolutely no reason to do so but because of this law bill can't be held responsible and the church can't be held responsible and I don't actually think I have a problem with, like, churches and people having guns and open carry. That's not the issue. It's the liability thing. Like, it's it's taking the responsibility away to where you can just do whatever the fuck you want. As long as you can prove that you're acting in the interest of your congregation, there's really no recourse. And I think that's just fucking insane. Like, it is. That's a, I don't know why legally they would my mind. let a situation like that happen. I don't not know. go right. through due and, and process. There's yeah, no way uh, that that, that will go well. That's ridiculous. Yeah. You know, like I needed one more reason not to ever fucking go to Mississippi, right? <laughs> um, anyway. Just don't sneak up on people near a church. But here's number two, and this is more controversial. HB 1523, mm. this is the Religious Freedom Bill that is... You've heard about this one probably, right? Mm-hmm. Nope. I have, although right now we're we're dealing with our own house bill down here in uh, North Carolina. Might have heard about that. Yeah. Nope. But yeah, so according to this bill, the government will not punish people who refuse to provide services to people because of religious opposition to same-sex marriage, extramarital sex, or transgender people. And what blows my mind about this is I had extramarital sex. Quite a bit of it, actually. And if someone wanted to fucking blackball me when I was going through Mississippi, I might not be able to get a hotel room. Theoretically, that could be a scenario. I don't know if that would ever come up. But it could. And I couldn't say shit about it. And I just think that's so fucking crazy. And if you're actually living in the state, and you need to say, I don't know, get an apartment, or get a job, and you happen to be having sex out of wedlock, or be gay, or be transgender... They can just say no, and there ain't shit you can do about it. So that's incredible. Just fucking. Now I'm guessing this is this is just like this is like private businesses, right? Not state programs or state agencies, right? The the website I was looking at said that specifically it would protect people like Kim Davis from doing, you know, yeah, from not. If if, if, if Kim Davis had been in Mississippi, now she would not have been thrown in jail. Which leads me to believe that it has some kind of ties to government, too. I just don't know how deep it goes. Yeah, I mean, because she was a state employee. That's ridiculous. What was the – because I, I mean, don't where know do, anything I mean, where this. does that y'all, kind of thing stop? Like, I'm a state employee. Can I turn kids away in my classroom? 
because of their the, religious affiliation. That just seems like a ridiculous situation. But what was the? How did this start? What this bill? Yeah, like what is it based on? Like, I mean, you was know. it the Kim Davis situation? Well, it's a different state. I don't know if it was sparked by that, but it, it's officially been signed into law. So this is a thing. Like, it's it's in the books. It's no longer being talked about. Um, and it only really talks about same-sex marriage, extramarital sex, or transgender people. So it really only targets gays, transgender people, and basically the whole LGBT community. And adulterers. Plus, right. Yeah, or not even adulterers, but premarital sexers, because that's not adultery. That's just out-of-wedlock sex. So teenagers that do it, too. So that's basically everybody in the United States. Okay. You would think, right? Like, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's like the 10% or, vast or whatever, majority but that just of seems people, like probably. fucking... Hey, right. hey, hey, this guy right here, I would be good, guys, you horse. You would be good, but the two <laughs> yeah. of us wouldn't, and we would be you the vast slut majority. Bags. Mississippi, here I come. Get my hotel room ready. You're going to have lots of vacancies anyway. Still proves my point. Freedom right. and Miliardo would situation. fall into the vast majority. Mm-hmm. Of whores and sluts. Of us three. Of you us three. You should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> A shame. And, and I am for Repent. most of it. <laughs> for Repent. most of those situations, I am. Demons. Very <laughs> Demons. <laughs> Demons come out. Demons in the latte. <laughs> so my premarital pale ass raises its glass of premarital pale ale by Oak City Beer. There's really a beer oh, yeah. called premarital pale ale? That's great. That's awesome. Right? Digging it. So who's next? Uh, I'll go next. Freedom. Um, I'm. I got to figure out which ones I want to do. Um, I'll start. Well, with maybe you're not ready to go though. next. So uh, maybe I am. Maybe I so, am. Maybe you can. Maybe maybe you can shuddy. Maybe I'm gonna raise a glass right now. Two. It's a quote off of one of my favorite TV shows, and uh, it was something that I had heard months and months ago, and put it in my notes that I needed to bring the topic up in this portion of our podcast. We haven't had one of these segments in a long time, so I just wrote down the episode. And I finally wrote down the transcript today because I thought the quote was so funny. Funny, but true. And it's something that I think all men, in general, should follow and abide by. So the name of the TV show is That 70s Show. Have either one of y'all watched That 70s Show at all? Yeah, man. Pretty much every episode. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So y'all y'all are familiar with the characters then. So um, oh, yeah. maybe everybody out there in Podcastville may not be. But just to kind of set the scene, one of the characters, his name is Red. Red is the hard ass dad that is basically the guy that lays down the law and what he says rules all, and I win, you lose. And the other person in the quote is uh, his name is Hyde, and Hyde is basically an adopted child that is a roughneck stoner basically <laughs> i mean it's the 70s i think everybody was stoned right <laughs> so the quote starts with hyde saying and i quote hey red i've got a question for you my wife says she doesn't want anything for valentine's day so i'm off the hook right and red commences to say let me tell you a little story there was a woman a newlywed and she told her husband rather than waste money on gifts save for retirement and so He never bought her a gift, not for Christmas, birthdays, never. And 50 years later, she thanked him. And you know who that woman was? He asked Hyde. Hyde said no. Red said, that woman was the invisible dancing fairy of dumbass land. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> All women want gifts. <laughs> so I'm praising my glass of Gift of the Magi by the Lost Abbey Brewery of San Marcos, California. Just because I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> it's a damn good quote. I mean, how can you how can you compete with that? That's stupid. Why would you not buy a gift for a woman for any occasion? Well, there are definitely <sighs> certain things that every young man should uh, be told. That's definitely top three. Yeah. Don't forget dates and don't forget to buy a gift. I absolutely agree. And never ask her if she's pregnant. I don't know. Get to that when I, when I raise my glasses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a story. Uh, Corrales did something very, very wrong. Oh no! That might be my way to get off the hook with the subway girl. Maybe. Screw <laughs> she's pregnant. Hey, what are you doing? Yeah. Just don't eat the same. She makes you after that. I didn't know pregnant women could handle deli beef. Is that is that safe? Is that, is that normal? Oh my god. All right, so I am going to throw a glass. Uh, it, it was a very awkward kind of situation that I wasn't personally in. I just got to overhear, and I still don't get it to this day. But recently I had a personal trip that I had to take down to Augusta, Georgia. This would have been this past weekend. Not this weekend, but this past weekend. And I was in a hotel, and both my wife and I were uh, hungry, so I said I would go to the local McDonald's. Uh, even though I hate fast food, but that's pretty much the only option we had. So I went to this McDonald's, and I, I don't like sitting in the drive-thru, and the line was long, so I went inside. And usually when I go inside, the line's pretty short, and in this case it was very short. It was just me and a uh, kind of middle-aged couple in front of me. They were all dressed up very nicely in, in Sunday attire. And the lady of the couple commenced to ask the person behind the desk something about the soft-serve ice cream. She asked some kind of question like, how hard is your ice cream? It was how kind of a weird question. Yeah. Like, I don't... Maybe I, for you it can be as hard as you want it to be. You know, that has nothing to do with my throw glass. But I thought that was a weird question to ask. How hard is your ice cream? As opposed to, I, I don't know. You're a girl. Just... Your friend's a girl. Here's a cup. <laughs> <laughs> that's gross they they had growth uh, i got i got nothing else that's all, I got. that's all I got so as she finally got around to saying yes i'd like an ice cream cone or whatever they're called she notices as she's pulling you know the the cones come in a dispenser behind the counter and as the lady was pulling the cone from the dispenser she noticed that the cone itself like right around the mouth of the cone it was uh kind of chipped you know because they're waffle cones right so you know they can chip off that's whatever not a big deal um to us normal people it's not a big deal to this little lady uh she commenced to say no i don't want a cone that's chipped and from then on, I basically kind of took a back step and started to lean on something because I was like, I'm going to be here for a little bit. So, <laughs> it, swear to God, I was like, oh my God, this is going to turn into some ridiculous ass shit. And it did. <laughs> she basically goes, not nuts or anything. But she, she did not misses, disappoint. Oh, man. I, and I felt so bad. I, re I felt really bad for the person behind the counter. And I feel bad for people... That have to deal with that on a daily basis because it's yeah. so stupid and so trivial. But she meant 
as far as to asking in for particular, like my heart goes out to all those people because they have to deal with some real nut jobs. Food and beverage, I think for me. Yeah, I mean, food any and kind beverage. of restaurant. No, absolutely. Oh God of mercy! I've never had the pleasure of working in a restaurant, and I never want to. And you know, I I don't think I've ever given anybody a cold shoulder or anything like that, or ever really complained. If I did, it was something minor, and usually I often hate having to complain because I understand what they have to go through. But this lady, yeah. I'm gonna tell you, she basically made this person sift through that damn dispenser to find her a cone. That wasn't that was shit. perfect. That was flawless. And the poor lady couldn't do it because she asked for a manager, and the manager said all of the cones are chipped because they sifted through them earlier that morning, and package handling basically caused most of them to become chipped, right? And so I'm just listening, and I'm like, I'm not going to get any fucking food for another three hours the rate I'm going here. <laughs> I might as well just get back in my car and go back through the drive through But no, I stayed. And they finally found a cone that wasn't chipped. And she basically commenced to say, no, I don't even want it now. And I'm like, this whole time, you could have let me go in front of your ass while you complain. And you don't even want to buy nothing. So it's like she didn't even get a refund for anything. She didn't accept like a broken chip thing and ask for a refund. Or, I mean, she got nothing out of it. She ended up leaving. She could have done something way worse, but way more awesome to to you probably. What if, after she had finally gotten that cone that was flawless, the lady put the ice cream in the cone, she hands the cone, and the lady takes the cone and smashes it onto her forehead. How awesome would that have been? Oh. I would have fucking, I would have shat myself with excitement. That would have been so Excellent. amazing. I don't know. If you're not sad, do it at home. You know what I mean? Come on. How hard is it to make ice cream at home? I should have just followed her to the grocery store, and as soon as she went in to pick up the cones, just to, like smash them all on the ground. Say, Here's your fucking chip cone. <laughs> Something along those lines, just stomp like, take the whole, out. Take the whole box and just shake the shit out of it and hand it to her. <laughs> oh, were you looking for some? Oh, here, let me get those cones for you. Smash. Hey, hey, I have your uh, epic walk away cool man line like, you know, Schwarzenegger always does. Get in the chopper. After you knock all the cones down and smash them all, you look at her, you get in her face and say, clean up on aisle three. And you turn around and you walk out of the fucking grocery store. You're gone. Oh, man. Just drop the waffle cone mic on her, man. So, with that story, I mean, that's the thick and thin of it. It was just so ridiculous. I throw a glass of... Just Drink It Dummy, Imperial IPA by Pipeworks Brewing Company of Chicago, Illinois. So that's <laughs> nicely oh, done. Nicely done. And the last one that I've got is um, Pour a Glass. I want to pour a glass out of uh, Fat Tire by New Belgium Brewery to... I'm going to keep this one short. It was basically a younger guy at work. Uh, he had a flat tire. And he commenced, He was calling somebody on the phone as I was walking past him to go to my car. I asked him for help. Or no, he, he didn't ask me for help. I offered to help him because he didn't know how to change a tire. Had no idea. I mean, I feel like basic car maintenance, like changing a tire, is something all men in general and yeah, women for that matter him. should know how to do. Well, you know, you don't know the situation. But yeah, if his dad didn't teach him, somebody needed to teach that poor kid how to do that. It was sad. He was freaking out on the phone like he didn't know what to do. He was calling a tow truck. 
And I was asking, what did you think a tow truck was going to do for you? They're not going to change the tire. Well, they probably would change the tire for you and charge out the ass. Right, yeah. But anyway, that's my poor glass. It, it, anybody should know how to change a tire. I hear you. Dunzo. So, Corrales, over under, how many times do you think Freedom has said the word commence tonight? Oh, my shit. Have I said mm-hmm. it a lot? Freedom does get favorite words sometimes. Yeah, but that's new. Like, commence is not a normal freedom word. That, like, I mean, he, he, he'll say it, but I feel like it has an unusually high count tonight, it's, and I'm trying to figure a, out why that a, is. It's taking a new meaning tonight. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's taking you know over. I'm going to go a good mm. even dozen. I'm going to go 12. I'm going to go 12 Holy on crap. that. I'm going to say five, and we'll have to listen back through and see. see who's close. I'm going to have to go right, through my good. audio. Yeah, that would be, right. be intriguing. Wow. <laughs> what you got, Corrales? I had a I had a tough time on my raise a glass and throw a glass because I've had a lot of people making me happy and a lot of people pissing me off lately. All right, so I'm gonna do raise a glass first. So earlier on tonight, I suggested to you guys that I broke number one man rule ever, which is to never ever 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 ask a woman if she's pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. And I've lived by, I, I mean, I've lived by this rule, and I swore that I would die by it, and I thought I was going to. There could be a woman in labor in front of me, and I wouldn't ask if she was pregnant. But I was having an off day, and uh, I was in another teacher's, <laughs> I was in another teacher's classroom, and his wife um, is a guidance counselor at our school, and so they were talking, and they're both friends of mine. He was like my mentee teacher when he started teaching. And anyway, nice people. And I'm talking to him, and, you know, I'd seen her the last couple of days, and it looked like, you know, she was getting a little bit of a, a belly pooch. That's right. Just a little bit, gentlemen. Just a little bit. I messed up big. And um, You really went out on a limb, oh, didn't you? I, I mean, <laughs> it, it came out of my mouth, and, like, it was one of those things, like, as I said it, I realized that there was something really, really wrong happening, but I couldn't stop it. Anyway. I feel so uncomfortable right now. Oh, I felt... <laughs> there was a Corrales shadow that turned around and looked at the rest of Corrales and was like, what the, the fuck, fuck, man? Really? Like, you were still you aware. Doing? It was an out of body experience. You were looking down at yourself, yeah. saying something horrible. It really was. It was like, no, don't do that. Long story short, uh, the way she was standing and just like the last couple of days, she had a little bit of a baby pooch going on. And I was, and like, but she was standing in such the a lighting, way. The uh... lighting. <laughs> trying to justify it, but it's not working. Um, <laughs> anyway, all right, so. There was a slight glare coming in from the northeast corner of the room. Uh... I, was, I okay. had a few drinks oh, at lunch, uh... and. <laughs> Dude, you should have seen me trying to backpedal out I'd of I'd actually it. just done a line of cocaine. Um. I had just I done two lines high. of cocaine. I was and, uh, real high. Tripping my balls and, uh, off. I was feeling was woozy from like... the marathon I just ran. <laughs> uh, oh, God. Yeah, I, it was rough. And uh, the way she was standing, like, I mean, her shirt, I swear, guys, it looked like she was ready to give birth at any time. And oh, without thinking, I was just like... I said, why didn't you guys tell me? I said, congratulations. <laughs> and, and, and while I'm, her, her husband was standing by Tell me she her. said congratulations for what? <laughs> no, uh-uh, it was better. As I'm, as I'm like congratulating her and talking her up, like um, immediately her husband was standing like behind her. 
and I saw the look on his face, and it was, it was pure, it was pure terror, guys. I mean, it was like, <laughs> he's, he's like, he's like shaking his head and looking at me like, please stop, please. Stop. And uh, and I couldn't, I just couldn't stop. And uh, I asked her if if they knew when when she was due yet. It was horrible. It was so bad. I mean, and and oh my gosh, I'm crying, and like I really, crying. Oh, and like this is this is so much better than Bodie McBoatface. It was horrible, guys. And like I like this woman too. And like the look on her face and the look on her husband's face, who was looking at me like, "What are you doing? Please stop." And um. It was bad, guys, and then I immediately realized, yeah, there's more, I immediately realized that I was wrong, and so then I tried to backpedal. I was like, oh, I'm sorry, you know, it was the way you were standing, it was just the way your blouse was pooched up and all, and she was like, you know, I have been putting on some weight the last couple of weeks, and I'm like, oh my god, please stop, you know. It was so bad, guys. Be like, yeah, you fucking have, and don't stand that way. It makes you look like a fat chick. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I might as well have said that, Milliardo. I mean, really, like I had dug so deep. And then uh, the happy part of this. All right, so literally, like I go back to my classroom and I'm just sitting there and I'm like, what just happened? Like, what did I just do? You know, <laughs> how do I mend the bridges that I have just burned? And, uh, I felt like such a dick. And, uh, three days later, she comes into my classroom and she said, thanks a lot, Corrales. We'll say she said Corrales. And, uh, she knows me, but I go by Corrales. Sure. That's my street name. And she right. was like, thanks a lot, Corrales. <laughs> and I was like, oh no. And she's like, I'm pregnant. So that was like, at that point, you'd be like, I'm a fucking prophet. I am. That's exactly what I did. I said, oh, well, you're welcome. <laughs> I said, Scott probably had a little to do with it, but I said, uh, it was mostly me and my positive pregnancy waves that I was sending your way. And now we have a joke where there's several teachers in school where if I'll come close to them, they'll start walking the other direction, and they're like, I don't want to get pregnant. <laughs> and I'll oh, be real, man. it's probably freaked some students out. But uh, Ooh. Uh, yeah, so uh, a few days ago when I called you fat, what I meant was glowing. You're you were glowing. <laughs> you were glowing. And that's what I saw, and I was right. So I guess long story short, I raised my glass. I won't say her whole name, but I raised my glass to Kim and to Scott. I hope the pregnancy goes very well. It has so far. Apparently, it's going to be a little girl. So congratulations. And thank you, Kim, for not murdering me that day. I appreciate your kindness and uh, patience with my absolute 100% foot and mouth disease. Because holy crap. So anyway, I raised my glass. And my glass is a briny melon ghost. It's a briny melon ghost. I don't drink fat tire. I drink real beer. <laughs> a briny melon ghost. Freedom <laughs> just took it to the next fucking level. And, uh, <laughs> oh, I like what you did there, though, with the fat tire. Oh, right. no, no, no. Let's do this. I want to do... No, 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 no. I don't have it. All right? But since we're going with themes... Is I, there a Love Handles Ale? I raised my glass of Baby Maker. No, I raised my uh, glass of Baby Maker by Triple C Brewery. Uh, right here nice. in Charlotte's Finest. Charlotte's Nicely Finest. Done. Baby Maker. Man, that is nuts. You, you dodged a bullet. 
Oh, I did. And, uh, you know, I'm glad there was a silver lining because good God. Uh, I didn't know if I, I was just planning on never going to the guidance office again, like yeah. ever. You know, if she you know, if you know she lost kids weight. come up to me, you know, Mr. Corrales, I really need my report card. Well, I'm sorry, kids, you're just going to have to go get it yourself because I'm not going in the guidance. You know, I'm just not If doing she would have lost weight, it would have been because of you. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, no, I, there was an eating disorder in that future, and I was, yeah. it was going to get bad. Been. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, I pretty much killed Kim. Okay, gotcha, great. Your name was going to be scratched in blood onto a tile floor somewhere in some bathroom. No, that's too, is that too dark? Is that, is that uh, too dark? Oh, right. no, no. I, re- I recant. I'll edit that out in post. It's cool. No, it it's probably cool. would have been my blood. But um, <laughs> All right, so uh, poor glass. I've had more time this year to do some reading, and uh, I've started to read more Steinbeck. And John Steinbeck is one of my favorite authors. I've read him in high school, all-time favorite American writer. And recently I've read a bunch of his stuff. I've read... The Red Pony, and then I read To a God Unknown, and then I recently, I recently just read Travels with Charlie, and I want to pour my glass to John Steinbeck. Steinbeck is the man, uh, and I think he does a really amazing job. I mean, from a history teacher, an American history teacher, he captures what it really means to be an American. And um, the recent book that I read, he really talks a lot about what it means to be a man. And I think he just, he does an incredible job. Just an excellent job. Can I read y'all something from his book? Yeah. Yeah, do it, Bo. Now, I know, like, we're still young bucks. I mean, we're not young like we used to be, but we're still young bucks. But I think we're starting to, you know. We're not roast beef young. Yeah, we're not roast beef young, you know. Right. We're not throwing right. meat at each other anymore, you know, like the whippersnappers do. Uh, <laughs> but um, <laughs> slinging meat, if you will. But um, <laughs> I think... Uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, both you, both you guys, you know, y'all got kids. Uh, I hope to have kids soon and, uh, we've all got families and all. So, you know, we're starting to get older, you know, but we're, we're not like old, but we're starting to get older. And Steinbeck wrote this in this book. This is one of his last books that he wrote. And, um, you know, he was getting on up in the years. Uh, he was probably in his sixties when he wrote this. And, uh, I think he just does a really cool job. All right. So a long story short, the name of the book is travels with Charlie. It's just him and his dog, Charlie. And they, they drive across the United States, and it's just it's just Steinbeck writing about the the different people he meets, and you know how each region sort of has its own personality, and basically he's trying to figure out what it is to be an American. And this is before he goes on the trip, and he says it happens to many men that I think doctors have memorized the litany. It had happened to so many of my friends. The lecture ends. Slow down. You're not as young as you once were. And I'd seen so many begin to pack their lives in cotton wool, smother their impulses, hood their passions, and gradually retire from their manhood into a kind of spiritual and physical semi-invalidism. In this, they are encouraged by wives and relatives, and it's such a sweet trap. Who doesn't like to be the center of concern? A kind of second childhood falls on so many men. They trade their violence for the promise of a small increase of lifespan. In effect, the head of the house becomes the youngest child, and I have searched myself for this possibility with a kind of horror. For I have always lived violently, drunk hugely, eaten too much or not at all, slept around the clock or missed two nights of sleeping, worked too hard and too long in glory or slobbed for a time in utter laziness. I've lifted, pulled, chopped, climbed, made love with joy, and taken my hangovers as a consequence, not as a punishment. I did not want to surrender fierceness for a small gain in yardage. My wife married a man. I saw no reason why she should inherit a baby. 
I knew that ten or twelve thousand miles driving a truck alone and unattended over every kind of road would be hard work, but to me it represented the antidote for the poison of the professional sick man, and in my own life I am not willing to trade quality for quantity. If this projected journey should prove too much, then it was time to go anyway. I see too many men delay their exits with a sickly, slow reluctance to leave the stage. It's bad theater as well as bad living. I am very fortunate in having a wife who likes to be a woman, which means that she likes men, not elderly babies. Although this last foundation for the journey was never discussed, I am sure she understood it. That kind of writing is just awesome. Like, Yeah, that I was just, fucking cool. I think Steinbeck's one of the best things that's ever happened to, to literature. So anyway... Uh, with that being said, I pour my glass to Steinbeck. Rest in peace, my friend, and I'm I'm glad that you went out hard, uh, and I I hope that I go out hard too. Like a man. Like a man, exactly. We're not his age or anything, or even close to it when he wrote this, but like a lot of these things, the you know taking my hangovers as a consequence rather than a punishment. That you know we've done our share of that. So I you know as we get older, I hope we can continue to. Uh, to live the kind of the Steinbeck way, I guess. So anyway, so cheers to uh, cheers sure. to Steinbeck. Oh, yeah. And to Steinbeck, I pour out a little bit of my Briny Melon Ghost, uh, a freaking weird beer, but God, it's good. So anyway. Oh, I want one of those. I, no, that's I got terrible, you one, buddy. Actually. I got you one. You can give well, mine. Well, to, good freedom. We'll you can good give mine freedom. To I don't have one Milliardo. for you, buddy. It's fruit beer, and I'm guessing there's a bit of a sourness to it, right? Absolutely. Why are you leaving Absolutely. me out? Absolutely. It is a sour. Doesn't you said you didn't want one. Matter. You just said that sounded yeah. loud. Well, you, you said big I baby. didn't have one for me anyway. Fine. Bitch. I have something that I think is going to be similar in my fridge. It's called Nice Melons. <laughs> hey, oh, yeah, it's I like a sour that. melon nice ale. Melons, yeah. I'm going to be honest. It smells nice awful. Fitters. Like It just does not smell good. But it tastes really, really refreshing. So I like it. Cool. Uh, what am I doing now? What am I doing with my glass? I'm, uh, I think you're throwing a drink. I'm throwing a drink. Uh, I'm going to be honest, guys. I don't know who I want to throw my drink at. I've got two. Um, One's pretty serious. One's not so serious. Which one do y'all want? Not so serious. Not so serious? Yeah. All right. So Miss Corrales and I were at uh, Publix, and uh, we had to go run some errands, and we got all our stuff. We're driving out of the parking lot, and there was this mom with her child, and she was like walking back to her car or whatever, and I, I sort of pulled up to alongside her to get to a stoplight to then turn out of the parking lot. She saw this as an absolute affront to all things good and holy in her life, and she decided that because I pulled my truck in, apparently in front of her recognized path, and, I, and I'm not kidding, guys. I stopped at this stop sign probably maybe two seconds max. She started barking at me and yelling at me so loudly that I heard her with my windows up and turned around to see if she was okay. Because I had no idea that I had actually done anything that was an affront to her. Meanwhile, she's holding this little boy's hand that couldn't have been probably six or seven years old. And honestly, I thought that her car was like further back. I didn't think she was crossing. I didn't know that I pulled in front of her. I actually thought I was pulling up to get out of her way so that she could get to her vehicle. And I, I've just never really, I've never seen a person lose it over something so, um, just so stupid. 
I'm going to be honest, guys. I should have ridden away. I Tell didn't. me you asked if she was pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> or if she just got a chipped ice cream oh, cone from oh, McDonald's. Oh, man. Oh, I really should have. And your chipped ice cream cone is what made me think of this story. Mm. And it was so funny, too, because, like, you guys have known me for a long time. Have you seen me to be quick to anger? No. Not I'm that really I recall. Not. I'm, no. Yeah, I'm not a, I'm a pretty even-tempered person. I'm not quick to anger. In fact, of the three of us, I would rate quick to anger as being freedom one, me two, and you three. That's honestly, honestly that's probably the order I would have put. Oh, come, freedom! I've been kicked out of three bars I'm with you, kidding. my friend. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Back off! I... And I had a great. Hey, don't get me wrong. I had a great time all three times. So don't you worry about it. But, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm you know I'm a mellow dude. Like I don't go through life looking to fight people. Right. And this woman just barking at me like I rolled the window down. And Miss Corrales and I were in the truck. And so I'm trying to roll my window down. And, like, she's using her electric <laughs> window because I'm rolling her window down so I could talk to the lady because we're, we're kind of, like, passing in the other direction now. And she's trying to stop it by pushing the up button on her oh, door. Geez. But anyway, she I got blocked you. I got, she did. She tried to cockblock me. But uh, I got the window down. And I was in a very calm because honestly, it was one of those situations where it was like, I didn't understand what her problem was. And I wasn't even really angry. I just didn't get the whole situation. And so I rolled the window down and I was like, ma'am, what kind of example are you setting for your, your little boy to yell at people in a parking lot like this? You know, and I drove away and she kept screaming and yelling. And I just it was weird. It was just it's a really weird situation. And so I throw my glass at you, lady. And if people in general that just don't know how to talk to people and don't know how to behave. And in particular, I throw my glass at the people that do that kind of garbage in front of their little kid because that little kid's going to grow up and be, he's going to be a crazy person just like his mom. Yeah. So anyway, I throw I my agree. glass at her. It's probably, and you know, her mama is probably the same way. And same I've seen it, thing. you know, I've seen it with teaching, you know, the, a lot of times the kids that don't know how to talk to people, their parents don't know how to talk to people either. And I just, I don't know, man, the world's, life's too short to go through life treating people like that. If she got that mad just for what you did, think what she's going to do when you throw a glass of beer at her. Exactly. You might have to move. I'm going to lock my doors Well, she tonight. probably won't say as much, so you know, that may be a good uh, thing. Well, the worst part's going to be when she finds out that the beer that I threw at her is uh, that, uh, Ah, uh, that blueberry lager. It's horrible. <laughs> What's it called? Wild blue. It's got the dog on it. Wild, <laughs> Wild blue. blue. <laughs> Wild blue. God, it is so bad. So when she finds out it's Wild Blue, she's really going to want to kick my ass. (laughs) It's time for Freedom's Pub Trivials. In this segment, the 1068 Pubcasters will tackle some of life's hardest questions. Like... Pour a drink, throw a drink. What's the other thing we do the drink? Important questions like... Who wants to guess how many emails my wife still has unread on her phone? Or... Is PBR light beer or not? Or even... Is that natural gas? So if you've ever stared into the cosmic abyss and pondered... Apona? Apona? Oh, what's it called? Aponia? Apona? Aponia? Help me out here, bro. Apona? Aponia? 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 We'll go with Aponia. Aponia? Then stay tuned for Freedom's Freedom's Pub Trivials. Welcome to Freedom's Pub Trivials, where the trivial questions are really not that trivial. They're just questions I want to ask, because I don't know the answer, and I don't feel like looking it up. So, first question that Freedom has for the night. Pretty short. Uh, may not be as long-winded as I think it should be. So, I was walking in the bathroom one day at work. Facility I work at has quite a few hundred people. And, you know, when you got to do your business, your number two business, right? 
and you're at work, I like to work in quiet mode. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or if quiet mode isn't available, which you never know if it's going to be in quiet mode in the bathroom, right? You want to be as comfortable as possible. So how do you choose which stall you use? We talking urinals or are we talking enclosed stalls? No, we're talking poo-poo. Well, first of all, all right, so you give space when space is available. So if you walk in and you see like some, a pair of shoes up under one stall and there's a two more stalls, you space one out, you know? Corrales, how do you factor in the handicap variable? Oh, that's a good oh, point. I'll take a handicap stall. They're, they're luxurious, man. I'll take them in a heartbeat. If somebody comes rolling in, I'll zip it up real quick and get on out of there, you know. But I'm gonna, I'll take a handicap stall. They're nice. No, what I'm saying is, which rule is Trump? Is it the give the guy some space rule, or is it the leave the handicap spot for someone else rule? I see what you're saying. Give the guy some space. I've never once been in a handicap stall when a handicap dude came in and was like, "Hey, bro, you're in my stall." <laughs> there, I said it. It's done. Let's say that the stalls are empty. Completely empty, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll just go with that. You got three or four stalls there. You got an empty one. Which one do you pick? I walk all the way down. All, I take all the handicapped stall because I'm, I'm a dick. <laughs> Closest to the wall, handicapped or not, it doesn't fucking matter. Furthest from the You're door. You're saying closest, furthest away from the yeah, door. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, furthest from the door, which is always the handicap one. Let's be real, Milliardo. It is. It you know is. what? That's a mistake of the uh, designers of the building. They can go fuck themselves. Like, if they wanted the handicapped people <laughs> to have an open stall, they would put that shit right by the sink, right? Should have put it up front. Yeah. Should have put it up they front. They would put it in a place where nobody <laughs> wants it, right? That's a horrible oversight on their part. So... Okay, say there's three stalls, and you walk in, and somebody's in the furthest one from the wall, because that's what most people think, right? Uh, yeah, you use the furthest one from the wall. Which one do you use next? Or if any, maybe you don't use it. You just walk right back out. Hey, no, no. Says that's no, no. Here's what I do. I walk to the guy that's at the very furthest yeah. urinal, and I get about four inches from his face. And I just stare oh, at Jesus it. Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, no, I'm just, talking about poop. I just look. I'm talking about I look poopers. right at him. Oh, you got a poop. Somebody's in the furthest poop. Somebody's in the furthest one from the. From the uh, then door. I gap it out. What do you if do? I, if I can, if I can provide a gap, I provide a gap. Absolutely, you provide the gap. Okay. It's just, I mean, I'm a human okay. being. Yeah, that's so what you do when you're with, a human. With, with that logic being said, I'm gonna tell you what I do. Anybody want to take a guess? I'm going to guess you take the center stall always just to fuck everyone else up. <laughs> I take the center stall. Oh, I can see that. No I matter. Can see that. No matter. You it. If anybody's in there or not, because nobody, you, nobody uses it. Why is that a douche? Freedom is not a douche. Freedom because is the no guy. Matter, no, freedom is totally a douche. No, 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 but no. No matter no. who comes in, they're going to have to sit right ass beside freedom. There is going to be cares? no option. Who cares? That's when the Corrales come in and they're like, where the fuck do I poop? Because no matter where I go, and I'm who, right It's not somebody. my problem. It's not my problem. Exactly. That's exactly what a freedom would say. No, 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 no. No, freedom's a douche. Freedom is the guy in Diablo, right? He's, he's in Diablo 3. He goes into a zone before the rest of you guys go into the zone, right? And then he pulls all the bad guys right to the start of that zone. And then he hops back out of totally the zone. Do that in real life. So then you go into the zone and you have more guys than you can handle. That's what freedom does. <laughs> but it's that's not a douche, right? That is freedom being like, all right, either man up 
or get the fuck out of my bathroom. That's what freedom says, right? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. If you're not either take a shit right beside me out. or get the hell out. Exactly. <laughs> I don't. And you know what? I don't care. I'm already half pooping when you walk in the door anyway. I'm going to keep going. I'm not going to shy away and go all turtle head. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm, turtles you're not going to walk bro. that one out of there? <laughs> turtles coming out, bro. Uh. And you know what I'm going to do on top of that? As soon as I hear that door open, I'm going to lay out the biggest fart you ever heard in your life. <laughs> and I want you to compete with that. That's what's going to happen. I'm going to drop deuces like it's nobody's business. It's a dueling banjos drop deuces scenario, right? Uh, yeah. I don't see why it couldn't be. So I just wanted to get everybody's take on it because I felt like my strategy was sound. I mean, how many people actually <laughs> use the middle stalls? Right? No and one, but then anybody sanitary. else that comes in there is screwed. But how many asses have been on the seats on the far stall? And how many probably gross-ass accidents have happened in those stalls? You know what I'm saying? I'm still claiming douchebaggery. That's fine. That's fine. You know what, I will though? take douchebaggery over getting no AIDS, gross-ass shit on my behind parts. AIDS. <laughs> and on my balls. Like on the my balls. AIDS. Here's the thing, though, like, I have been into, like, a bathroom, let's say, a place, I'm not going to name what it is, but I've been into a Walmart bathroom, right? And they've had the end (laughs) toilet that was so disgusting that I've been like, you know what, fuck that, I'm going to break my rule, and I'm going to sit in the second to the end toilet. Oh, I've done that. There's something to be said for strategically going to a place that man has never been before, or at least rarely been before there's something to be said for that it really is right no i can see that i can see that i have a backup question yeah Yeah. am i the only person who has ever gone into a bathroom public restroom and been like i'm gonna fucking dominate this bathroom and intentionally (laughs) peed in every urinal in that bathroom am i the only person that's done that yes yes you're the only person yes, that's are. ever done that. Been like, I'm going to fucking piss in every single urinal. I don't think I've ever done that, Milliarda. I can't say that I have, bro. I sort of want to now, but I've never done that before. But but you're drunk. Right now, yes, I am drunk. No, no, he's not drunk. He's seeing clearly for the first uh, time. He's, I'm he's short of drunk. No, no, no. I'm maybe. Okay, okay fine. You're drunk. But you're also <laughs> seeing clearly for the first time. I'm enlightened. You are enlightened. You know I'm drunk enlightened. Thoreau is telling you to piss in every urinal in the in the bathroom. <laughs> I mean, I can see that. Okay. <laughs> no, like, no joke. When I've, like, traveled with students and things like that, I have a personal goal to pee outside in every single country I've been to. I've peed on every country I've ever traveled to. I mean, like, marking my territory. This is true. We peed out of a door. A, Absolutely. Uh, what do they call that kind of door that we peed out of in Ireland? I don't know, but we did it. We peed on. We totally did it. I got video evidence. We peed yeah, all over Ireland, to be honest. We, I mean, we, like, really. We peed a lot. Like, we really did. <laughs> Not in bathrooms. Jesus. Uh, but, yeah, that's like, that's sort of my thing. So I, I get it, Milliardo. I get <laughs> it. And I, I salute you. That was not supposed to be a long-winded question. But but it kind of turned into one. So, Freedom, what is your second pub trivial for the night? All right, so Freedom's pub trivial question number two of the night is, what makes a sport a sport? 
There have been so much debate on, for example, whether or not cheerleading is a sport. Um, and has even gone into whether esports, like uh, online gaming, should be considered a sport. So I think the experts here in our three-person panel, of which we call the 1068 Pubcast, can finally, you know, just, just set it all straight and send our submission to ESPN to tell them this is what it is. This Get is what a sport is, bitches. Oh, we got this. We got this. Let's do it. Moving on. Can I plant my definition that we had from before, from previous conversations? Plant your seed in me. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, when you put it that way, I get a little nervous. I always get nervous when this gets real, but... Uh, I thought you were drunk enough, but okay. When it's just practicing, I'm good to go, but once we know that we're, like, doing this for a cause... I feel like, you know, performance anxiety. Like I don't, I don't know, man. Well, like I mean, like what if it's the wrong swimmers? Children, so you'll you'll get through it. Okay, I think you're good. I think you're good. All right, all right. I got this. I got. Yeah, this. What if I? What if it's the wrong swim? <laughs> what if I send the wrong kind of semen? Like, what if they're backstrokers and the day calls for <laughs> breaststrokers? I don't know what to do. <laughs> so here, here's my definition that we talked about before, which was. I personally define a sport as anything that requires physical exertion and cannot be mastered in under five years. That was how I defined a sport. And again, the reason I defined it that way was because I personally believe that esports should not be included. Personally, I believe that. And I also personally believe that a lot of non-traditional sports like pool should be included in that. So that definition is kind of intentionally tailored to make the technical requirements for mastering a sport very difficult. So it's not something you can pick up a controller and do. It's not something you can just become a master at overnight. It takes time to hone your skills and practice and become proficient at it. And that was the goal of that definition. What do you guys think? I, uh, For the most part, I like it. I think five years is pushing it a little bit, but I, I can get on board with the idea of the need to have muscle memory that is specific to that sport. The one thing I would want to add is that there's some type of written set of rules. There's some type of understanding of what the rules are, and there is a requirement for some type of uh, referee or umpire. Okay, that's that's good. So, you know me, I'm going to play devil's advocate. Do it. Here. So, I'm going to use one of each of your examples that you provided. We'll just go with one of the examples Milliarda provided. So, with regards to the definition that you gave, aside from the five years. I believe the only other part was the physical activity. So, you think pool falls into physical activity? I think so. I mean... I wouldn't say you get like a high caloric workout, but I would say that pool is physical. Yeah, absolutely. So would chess also fall into that? I would say no. It's pretty similar. It's not much different other than you don't walk around as much, but you're moving your arms as frequently. But I would also <laughs> think, I would I would no, I would think. I see what you're doing. I would think that chess could be something that you can master in way under the five-year limit. Really? Five years? You think you can master chess in less than five years? Absolutely. 
Absolutely. I think if you have the brain for that sort if of thing. If you did it full time, I'm sure you could. Well, even think not about even a that. Five year full time job. I think if you had the brain for that sort of thing, which I do not, I think you could go to a chess tournament if they have such things. I don't know, fucking know, but you could go to a chess match, whatever that is, and you could fucking. What's the guy from Jeopardy? Uh, Ken was that his name? Alex. Oh Alex yeah. No, no, no. The the, no, the champion he was one dude. Of the- was oh, it, was the guy that kept was winning and winning and winning. Time. I yeah. think it was Ken. I think Ken I think you could fucking Ken some chess. Your first try, if you had that special gift, right? Yeah, but I mean, here's the deal: savantism that exists on so many different levels, and that tears down your original premise of a five-year requirement for mastery. I mean, there are savants in so many different things that can hear a piece of Beethoven one time and not even understand music theory. And be able to play it back. You know what, though? So, like, music theory, not a sport. That's my point. It's a physical activity. Playing the piano is very physical. I would say playing the piano is as physical as chess, and that does not meet the requirements of a physical activity by what I want to be my definition. I would say it says physical as I would say playing, playing the pool. piano is much more physical than chess, but okay. And playing pool. I would say it's more physical than playing pool. Really? It can be. More than pool? Have you yeah. seen... Uh, Dude, have you ever I, seen someone shred a piano? Well, a lot, okay. a lot of that's theatrics, though. But a lot of that's theatrics. Like, a no, lot of that's unnecessary. No, 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 Playing the piano and playing it intensively is an incredibly physical activity. In, in fact, I would argue that the piano is one of the most physical instruments you can play. Aside from, like, drums. But let's let's put it this way. Let's put it this. Bringing the music thing in, Okay. Uh, my dad, he plays the bagpipes, an incredibly physically taxing instrument. Sport? And if not a sport, why not? Can you master it in under five years? You can. I would argue it would be very difficult to master the bagpipe in five, with under five years. Oh, fuck. My definition's no good, because I do not want bagpipes <laughs> to be a sport. Mad respect to bagpipes. I don't either. I don't but either. No, and no that's the thing. Like I agree with you. I just don't think the premise. I think we need to work is, the premise again. Is there any kind of point system with bagpipes? And see, that's. Just I think that's the thing. You've got to have some type of existing rules and referee system. To me, that's key. Okay, I can see that. So we we need points specifically, right? Yeah, Who I mean, you, you need that, a set of rules. Part. You know, a winner and a loser, and a way to win and a way to lose. That's what makes a sport. Good, I mean, can good, we agree good. on that? I can get on board with that. Now, Corrales, what were your examples? All right, so a set of rules and the uh, necessity for some type of rule judge, uh, umpire or a referee, physical activity that requires a certain level of exertion to excel at and it requires a certain level of practice and repetition in order to excel at that's a sport okay i'm trying to think of a sport that doesn't require a referee doesn't exist what about like marathon runners there are judges are there yeah do they 
<laughs> what do they sure do? They, they do. just say you're not running anymore. You're, I mean, what do they say? You motherfucker! You were signed up you for did. the five k. You can't run the fucking half marathon. What? What, what, what do you, mean, you know? You, you just, can't like. What, what are you talking about? Referees? There's no referees in marathon running. You serious? I like oh. that I said it, and you guys just like stopped. It was like a full <laughs> 10 seconds. And then I think what? it was uh, Freedom was like, are they? <laughs> like, what, what the what the fuck, Corrales? What are you doing? I feel like you're making some shit up right now. Um, well, I mean, are there referees know. in esports? Esports. Well, yes, but Wait, also you, we don't about, want like, playing video e, games. Quote, unquote, sports. You're, playing, e, you're talking about playing unquote, video games. Sports. Well, there are, yeah. but we don't yeah. want that to be a sport, right? That's not a sport. You don't want it as a sport, Miliardo. I'm playing devil's advocate on either side. I don't want it as a sport either. That's some bullshit. Why not? That's a game. Because there's a, there's sets of rules. Okay. If there's physical a referee and if there's a physical certain... It doesn't require okay. any type of uh, physical requirements that you can't have coming right off the street. It doesn't require Miliardo, physical practice. You want to you wanna rebut that? Now, may I play devil's advocate in regards to Dance Dance Revolution? Okay. Uses more than 50% of your muscles. DDR. Has a referee of some sort. DDR. Takes some amount of time to master. DDR. By our current definition that we were kind of cooperatively defining here, (laughs) DDR is still... I can't find a reason to exclude DDR. I mean, what the hell? Why not? Okay, DDR. (laughs) I can see. Grouse Falls. DDR is a fucking sport. (laughs) It's a fucking sport. Whatever. I mean, all right. Fuck it. Fine. You win, DDR. You got me. You submitted me. Game over. Here's the deal. There you go. There should be a differentiation between a performance sport and a contact sport. I mean, we were honestly, just talking those, about that. that's really the difference. DDR is a performance sport. Uh, archery, performance sport. Golf, performance sport. <clears throat> that's really where the, the difference lies. And I think it is a, it's a legitimate difference between a contact and a performance sport. But do you want to put DDR on the same category as golf? <laughs> I don't want to. I don't, I don't going want to. to. Yeah, but I'm going say. to, so that my rule set is consistent. So there, I did it. Which side would cheerleading fall on? Performance sport. That would be performance. Okay. Absolutely. I don't know, man. Like, there's no resisting opponent. Yeah, that. I mean, you got a point there. Okay, so you're literally not connecting with your resisting opponent, but you don't in tennis either. Like, you do in fact have opponents in cheerleading. Much like you do in gymnastics. I don't, I don't. Like, the opponents are there, and you're competing against them, and it's a numerical system. Well, you're not physically making contact with them, but you don't in tennis either. Like, they're there. You do. In tennis? You're head to head with them, though. You you do that with the ball. Well, you're head to head in cheerleading. That's my point. Like, you're head to head. But with the, what, but, no, not in the same way you are in tennis, though. No, it's like you make points. With tennis directly with the ball. It's kind of like the same thing with uh, basketball. Okay, track then. Marathons, track. 
you're head to head with your opponent directly. Everything happens right there. In what way? Because you're side by side? It's all done in like one wave kind of thing. Like <laughs> if, if cheerleading was done, you had two separate mats that they were on at the same time competing with the same music or something, that would be head to head. Okay, bowling. If they bowled at the same exact time. But they don't. Maybe. That's my point. That's my point. Okay. Bowling, do we want to call that a sport? Because that is a performance sport where you're against someone else and you have a point system and there are rules and there are referees. However, there's no there's no contact. <laughs> Damn it, Milliardo. Am I am I right? Yeah, you are. Alright, so okay, so there's alright, okay. So there's performance sports, there's head to head sports, and then there's contact sports. <laughs> Done. <laughs> done. We're, we're I mean, I've, I've fixed the question. I've fixed the whole question. It's done. Solved. Game over. I like it. I like but, it. But I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. I think we're good here. <laughs> I think we're good here, too. I think that's the best we're going to get. We spent like seven hours on that question now, collectively. It's not bad. <laughs> Seriously. It's not bad. We knocked that out quick. <laughs> Thank you for listening to our show. The 1068 Pub is closing. We'll be back with more beer and more shit we find entertaining. If there are certain beers you'd like us to try, or if you have any comments about our show, you can reach out to us at 1068podcast at gmail.com. It's good. It's refreshing. <laughs> it is, you know. I mean, you know, if you're a girl, it's fine. I must be one too. I got one in my fridge. I feel like a woman suddenly. I feel like a woman. Why aren't we doing a music podcast? We're so awesome. We were on point. We should do. That was that was every good series has a musical episode. So we we we're gonna have to do a musical episode. I have a feeling freedom didn't wiggle that stick. Freedom, you got to wiggle that sorry, thing. Bro. Sorry, sorry. I hit I hit you the mute button. Flick it. I had no idea I did that. Holy crap. <laughs> oh, you were you're you're over there wiggling sticks. You shouldn't be wiggling. Oh, exactly right. God, it touches my heart, guys. It touches my heart. Well, I was I was hoping it would touch something else. But, the trace uh, of me goes. Your heart works. <laughs> we'll take there you it. Go. Oh, yeah. well, my heart is located <laughs> in my penis. Oh, okay. There you That's go. That's where I keep my Sweet. heart. That's where Makes I keep my heart. So go. I get my blood flow exactly when I need it, you know? <laughs> no little blue pills for that guy. Nope, not at all. So y'all want to do this whiskey corner? I do. Wait a minute, what's right, the cool. name of this segment? Is there a name of did this segment? Did we ever come um, up with a name? I thought it was Poppin' J- uh, We did not. We have an intro no. that doesn't it? say the name. Okay. Damn, there was a... There was a... We have an intro for it already. I have a drop for it, but it doesn't say the name. It doesn't need to. It's just kind of a silly thing. Sally. It's just Sally. Do we need a name for it? I feel like if there is going to be a name, you have to, like, you you, you need to come up with an intro for it, you know? Hmm. You can, I have an intro already that doesn't have a name in it, so we could just be like, hey, Corrales, you want to drink some whiskey? Yeah, play the drop, and then he goes. I mean, it doesn't have to have a name. Yeah, play then, the drop. Like, but if you want a name. But I think you got to play some, like, uh, like a Scottish jig or something. In there, I think you what know? you need to do, here's what needs to happen. All right, we need to, all right, okay. 
So I'm following. It's <laughs> it's gonna have to be. <laughs> okay. All right, guys. Yeah. Yes. You ready? All right. Okay. Then this is okay. Here you we go. It. What? What's up? <laughs> this is it. Yes. You should have actually seen it too. Like I sat, I sat back. Like I sat back in my couch when I did this. I put both my hands up like I was about to like drop some verse. Like just, <laughs> and then nothing hey, happened. Carales. I was like, Carales, hey, Carales, hey, Carales. Carales. you got Carales. it. Hey, Carlos. What's up? Commence. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't have a means to open it. So I'm going to invent one on this pub mix. Bam. Wait a you don't have a means to... Oh, fuck. <laughs> that sounded horrible. Oh, that what did you just have you... do? I mean, we're all coherent. Uh... We're just all drunk. Fair enough. I've been muting myself on and off over here because I just ate a pickled egg that almost killed me. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. I've been coughing that's so much. That's unfortunate you would crazy. do that to yourself. I just sharted. Lord, it, I apologize. Is that, is that a <laughs> I thought that fella <laughs> were just <laughs> Oh, shit. Oh <laughs> hey, Miliardo. Hey, bro. Hey, edit that out. <laughs> Our fans aren't ready for it. They're just not ready. I can do that. Sorry, I fans. can do that. I can do that. Sorry, three. <laughs> Sorry, three listeners. <laughs> I've just realized there was one country I have been in that I haven't fucked in, and that's because my parents took me there when I was eleven. And really, that's not fair, right? Like, uh, it sounds fair it, to me. It sounds goals are goals, Miliardo. Make it happen, buddy. You said Make it happen. Every country you've been in, yeah. you fucked in, and that's All right. not it's official. True, Going so to Canada. There you go. Put your big boy Shit, pants on. You're already on. in there. Basically, so, that's yeah, I, I mean, think you've accomplished you're right that goal. next door. I, to go like, to Canada, hey, I really Miliardo, have to close my gate on my back walk, door and just walk walk five let's steps. Let's walk two miles. Yeah, two Let's miles. Two miles up the road, please. And just knock it out real quick. Two miles, please. We'll ride a polar bear there. I can get fat and roll into Canada. <laughs> yeah. You should have sex on the polar bear. That would be cool. <laughs> I think that's what Putin did, that right? That's how cool, Putin actually. became the president of uh, <laughs> Russia or whatever he is, right? Isn't that how that happened? Pretty, I think it was a grizzly bear, but yes, I'm pretty sure that's how that happened. Okay, cool. Good to know. I think Putin had sex with a grizzly bear. I think that's how that, how it happened, actually. <laughs> I've seen that meme as well, yes. <laughs> I've had a good time getting drunk with y'all tonight. Hell yeah, man. Fuck yeah. Okay, wait, wait, wait. There's one more thing we can do. This will help me out when I'm doing editing. You ready? All right. We're going to say beep on three, ready? One, two, okay. three, beep. You beep. motherfucker. You fucked that up. All right, hang on. Let's try it again. <laughs> How did I fuck it up? You didn't go on three. That's awesome. The, that's the whole point. You got to go on three. Ready? Okay. All right. One, two, three. Beep. Beep. Eh, close enough. You didn't go on three. I you can't because I'm three, saying three. <laughs> are we going on three or are we going after three? Because I went <laughs> on three. I, I guess it's technically after three. Yeah. After three. Okay. Ready? All right. Let's go. <laughs> all right. One. Two, wow. three, beep! You beep. son of a bitch! <laughs> I was dead this on, dude. I went I'm when glad you went. I didn't get off. I'm glad I didn't what get off. What are you talking this about? I went on. I went when you went. Did no, you really? You yes, I did. <laughs> it didn't sound like it. I swear to God. Fuck you guys! I went exactly when Miliardo went.
It didn't sound like it. <laughs> it really, yeah, you sounded right, late let's... going in. All right, one Do more time, let's go. All right, one, two, three. B. What's going on? Dude is late. I'm going exactly when you are going. Okay, okay. Is my speaker not you know working right or something? I was gonna say, is there a lag? Maybe, I maybe. I feel like we would have noticed that kind of lag because that's a severe lag. If that's the case, it, maybe Corrales is literally needs to go going like... exactly when you are okay, going. Okay, how about Corrales? You do yeah. it. You count. You do the countdown. Let's see what happens. Okay, here we go, fuckers. All right, one, two, three. B. B- uh-huh. You were way after lag. me, bro. There is a lag. Really? You guys you heard were a like lag? Second after me. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Interesting. So it's like the person that's not saying it has to do it like immediately at the three or something. <laughs> not the person to, that's not counting it off. All right, I got this. You ready? <laughs> okay. All right, here we go. One, two, three. Beep. Beep. <laughs> yeah, that didn't work either. Shit, man. All right, here, here we go. One more time. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Take five. One, two, three. B. Fucking come on, man. Come on. Seriously. This is supposed to be the easiest part. I. <laughs> I, can't, I can't figure this out. Okay. I can't figure this shit out. Am All I right. too early? Am I too late? Okay. I don't even know. Y'all have, okay, y'all gotta do it again. All right, somebody. Okay. Who's what, counting it off? Okay, what happens if Freedom counts it off and Corrales and I try to come in? Oh, shit. What do you think that would do? Oh, that's a good point. All right. I don't know. Uh, all right, go for it, Freedom. One, two, three. B. That didn't work. It did. It worked perfectly. It to you, sounded it sounded like Corrales was behind at- me. Corrales, did it sound like <laughs> I was behind you? Way behind me. So by freedom perspective, we were all together. Y'all are in sync. <laughs> That's fucking <laughs> hilarious. That's weird, man. I didn't know we had right? a lag like that. Huh. Well, we learned something. <laughs>